to Constant Smiles. What's up, everyone? It's great to be back. Welcome to this episode of the Constant Smiles podcast. I'm your host, Rich Constantine, with my co-host, Elijah Desmond, and a very exciting guest that we're so happy to have on the, the show today, Z Rojas. Z is an entrepreneur, marketing professional, and world traveler, and I'm so excited to introduce her. What's up, Z? Hi, what's up? <laughs> tell our tell our listeners a little bit about yourself um so that they can get to know you a little bit i you, you have so many cool things going on that i don't want to i i can't go down that that road I, I want you to share everything okay um so yeah my name is zero haas um i am originally from ethiopia so i was born there i was adopted when i was seven and i've been here since then uh moved to california on my own when i was 19 Got in my car, drove, never been to California, uh, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, and I'm still here 14 years later, so it worked out really well. Um, That's awesome. I've had many lives in LA, <laughs> a lot of lives, uh, real estate, waiting tables, different businesses, um, all, all the things that I feel like I've had more than nine lives here, but it's it's been amazing. That's awesome. So Z, we, we always do this with all of our guests, and I didn't write yours down and I want to hear off the cuff. We want to get to know our guests from the music they love. So if you could like name one song of all time that really resonates with you, I want to, I want to hear what it is. Of all time. I don't know. You know, Tones and I have really been into all the music, but I don't know if it's of all time, but right now that's my jam. Okay. So it's, so all, it's all the music from Tones and I. Tones and I, what is it called? Tones and I, it's a band. It's a, I guess, is it a band or it's just, it's a girl that sings, but I think the band is called Tones and I. Tones. So when I type in Tones and I look, I'm looking like DJ. Yeah, Clueless. Yeah. I'm looking like DJ Clueless, Rich. You see, I'm the I'm a DJ. A dance even... monkey. That she oh. just, the dance monkey song. Yes, <laughs> I'm, I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of that as well. I'm a big fan of that as well. So, and I think you're a, you're an author, right? I'm not an author. My husband's an author. He's an author. Okay. Yeah. I can't write. You can't. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. You've been featured in a book though. The, the, the yes. little brand book. Okay. Tell yes. us about that. Uh, it was, uh, they brought a collect collection of people that they thought were inspiring and doing things in the community and people to look up to. And it was such an honor to have been included. You know, they had Oprah in the book as well. So, <laughs> oh wow! Anytime you can be in a book with Oprah, that's a I serious. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like an interview with Oprah, but that was one of their people too that they found influential. So it's it was kind of fun to be to be featured in that. So it's a coffee table book. Um, of course, I sent you know told my parents to buy it and put it on their coffee table. But <laughs> is uh, you had mentioned you know coming to LA at such a young age. Um, is it what you expected, uh, or did you, did you go into it expecting the unexpected and hoping for it to be an adventure? I think that I didn't know what to expect. I, I knew it was sunny and that was pretty much <laughs> my only deciding factor. Um, I wanted to move to New York. I, I knew I wanted to be in a big city. So I'm from a really small town and I was like, I don't belong in a small town. Um, but I didn't know where I wanted to be. And so before I moved, it was between New York and California. 
And the only reason I ended up in California is I was like, well, I don't know if I have to sleep in my car because I had no friends, I had no job, I had no money. I was like, well, at least I know I'm going to find parking and it's warm. So <laughs> I think that was like my only deciding factor why I ended up here instead of New York. Um, and it's worked out. It's been quite an adventure for sure. But it's ever, I mean, I, I, I don't foresee, I don't see myself leaving. I, I love it here. Wow. That's awesome. Where did you drive from? Like, where did you, I mean, I know you're from Ethiopia, but where? Indiana. So I grew up in Indiana until I was 19. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Small, I saw I, like cornfield town in Crawfordsville. How far is that from Maryville, Indiana? Uh, you know, I don't know, but it's like, like 30 Gary. minutes. It's like 30 or 40 minutes from Indianapolis. Okay. The west, northwest of Indy a little bit. Yeah. Cool. Do you know where Noblesville is? I, I do, but I don't know how far it is. <laughs> don't know how far it is. Yeah. <laughs> but I, don't, I don't think it's far though, because I yeah. So we we owe you a huge congratulations because you just had like some major life change. Do you want to tell everybody about like what just happened I to did. you? I just I had a baby. I had my son Remy. Uh, actually, three months ago, a couple days ago. So he's I, he's literally everything. So. Aww. <laughs> it's every it's every well there he goes he's crying it's everything i thought it would be so it's it's amazing you don't really know what to expect right. and i'm i'm feeling grateful that it's been like a really incredible journey do you have a, a big family back in indiana i have two sisters um and then they have they have uh two one of them has two boys one of them has one boy so everyone in my family has had boys and then my husband his brother had a boy so we've yet to have a girl within <laughs> our two families. <laughs> That's awesome. Does, you, does your family still live in Indiana? Are you the only one that uh, left? No, they didn't leave. Everyone left. But uh, my parents went to Alaska. My dad was born there. so they, oh, wow. <laughs> And everyone's like, what? Why? Uh, <laughs> my parents went to Alaska. My other sisters went to different states. But we all left. So I, I don't really ever have a reason to go back. Gotcha. No. Gotcha. I would love to hear about your marketing business. I own a marketing business myself, but it's for dental professionals. Okay. I want to hear about like your marketing business and and um, how you're how you're different than than others. So I started it about three years ago. I was doing real estate for four or five years, and I was selling restaurants, uh, bars, pretty much hospitality because restaurants. I don't know. I you know I waited tables for a very long time, and I just really loved that industry. So I went from waiting tables for many years to selling restaurants for many years um uh, for a short term operated a restaurant and then i kind of got burnt out on the real estate uh you make decent money but it, it can get a little bit not fulfilling i guess and a lot of um you know people are people have you running around like a headless chicken but they don't actually have the funds or the means or you know so you're wasting a lot of time and i just got burnt out on that so i wanted to start my own thing and i also wanted to do it for the freedom of just having my own my own business, my own um, hours, my, you know, everything, just the lifestyle I wanted knowing we were going to have kids. Um, but so I do marketing, PR, social media, web, photography, everything for restaurants. So I stayed in the hospitality industry <laughs> uh, and I was doing really well until the pandemic hit. And of course, restaurants were the first, not first, but really hit hard. Right. Um, and I'm a luxury business. So you know, all my clients disappeared for a year, which in, 
there was no better time to be pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) But at the same time, it was kind of scary because you don't know when and how they're going to get back on their feet. Am I going to have to pivot and start something else or look, you know, look towards a different job? Thankfully, I'm back to working as of a few weeks ago. I got my post pandemic client and I feel like we're we're coming back. So, yeah, yeah, that's what we do. Pregnancy pivot. One of the things that we uh, like to talk about with our guests is the ability to stay positive and keep smiling and stay in the present and knowing that better days are to come. What are some of the things that you did during that time when you really didn't know what to expect to to get through it and to, to you know, know, know that brighter days were ahead? I mean, I know it's such a hard time for the entire world, but me personally, I just I realized that ne- I never are we going to have this opportunity again to just do absolutely nothing, <laughs> not be anywhere, not have responsibilities. Um, so I kind of just pivoted into thinking like that and just being like, you know what, this is probably knock on wood, never going to happen again where the entire world shuts down. So I tried to enjoy it as much as I could. I was with my husband. Um, we are kind of homebodies anyway. <laughs> so it wasn't a huge, huge transition for us, but I, I was, you know, I was just going through my pregnancy and, and knowing that eventually this is all going to end and we just made the best of it. I love the name of your agency. How did you, how did you decide? I love the story. So this is why I wanted to give my business like a, a name that meant something. Cause I actually really like telling the story, but there's a movie called wild hearts can't be broken. Old, old movie. Like, I don't know, 50, I was very old. I don't know how old, but I watched it when I was a teenager and it, changed my life it's my favorite movie to this day um it's about a girl that runs away from home uh she becomes an orphan and i kind of felt like that was my i didn't run away from home but i really resonated with a lot of her story she runs away on her own joins a circus um becomes a show uh, a horse diving showgirl and then loses her eyesight during one of the dives but she perseveres and it's a great movie. I just love it. So when I was naming my business, I was just like, I wanted to have a little bit more meaning than just like so-and-so agency. Um, and that was the movie that changed my life and got me to move to a big city. So I was like, well, that makes total sense. Wow. <laughs> That's, That's where so it came sorry. from. Yeah. It's a great movie. You should watch it. Very inspiring movie. Have you ever um, went reached out to like the producers of the movie and said, no, like, but I wish, you know, that's a great, I, that's a great idea. Right. <laughs> They're probably somewhere in LA. So that's a great yeah. idea. They but might do part two with you in it. They might feature you in part two. Oh my God. I can't act. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> horrible. <laughs> that's awesome. So before the pandemic hit and you were living life as an entrepreneur, living your best life, it sounds like, like with entrepreneurship, it gets very stressful. Yeah. And what did you do to like manage your stress and keep your focus pre pandemic? I just focused on the good stuff. You know, my husband was working. He he was, thankfully, COVID didn't really affect him as much. Um, So I was really grateful for that. And and just trying to know that it's all temporary. Um, The PUA definitely helped that they did an employment for small businesses. That took a little bit of pressure. (laughs) Not a lot, but that was better than nothing. But honestly, just knowing it was temporary and doing my best just to not let it swallow me. That's awesome. So being so, you know, you left, you left what was familiar to you at such a young age and you just had that adventurous spirit. So that's my baby. What's that? 
The baby's crying. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Part of being a mom now. <laughs> um, so you, you've always had that adventurous spirit, it seems like. Um, so the chances of you being an entrepreneur were pretty, pretty high. What would you say to somebody that, you know, is scared to, to take that, that leap to leave what's familiar to them? And um, what advice would you give them to, to make them go ahead and move forward with, with their dreams? My, I read a quote like a couple of weeks ago. I don't remember how it went, but it was something about like you wait to get all your ducks in a row, you're never going to cross the street. And that's kind of how I feel about everything in life. Um, you just have to do it and let the parachute open on the way down. And I know that's not possible for a lot of people, but if you wait trying to get everything perfect in your life to, you know, until you have enough money or until you have this or until you have this to start, you're probably never going to start because there's going to be never going to be a good time to be an entrepreneur. It's really hard. It's really stressful. And it's very, um, you really, it's up and down. You just don't know. You're going to, you're going to have really great days. You're going to have really low days, um, thick skin and just doing it. You just have to go for it. Let the parachute open on the way down. That's great advice. I, I, Kind of, la I laughed inside when you said earlier that you wanted the freedom of starting your own business because it gives I, yeah. you the freedom to be creative. But you it's realize you don't have. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, as far as security, this definitely not a security. It doesn't <laughs> provide security, but it does provide a little more freedom. The security is a little scary part because you don't know. You know, you're gambling, but if it's something that you believe in and are passionate in, then you're going to work a little bit harder to make sure that it works out. Yeah, I think the the greatest thing is that when you do that, you're gambling on yourself because you believe in yourself, which is a really cool thing. And my other favorite thing that someone told me is you can either work really, really hard for someone else's dreams or you can work really, really hard for your own dreams. Yeah, it's still a lot of work. Awesome. So, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Did you have somebody that that inspired you, you know, growing up? And do you have somebody that's like your mentor now that you like really look up to, you're close with, or they don't even know you, but they you follow them a lot and they really inspire you? All my friends that are entrepreneurs honestly inspire me. I have so many really great people around me. And I think I've I've naturally gravitated to people that I wanted to be like. So I can genuinely say most of my friends are very inspiring to me. They have businesses, uh, they're successful, they they do a lot of things and and I'm a big believer that you are the sum of the people that you hang out with or that you're surrounded with. So most of my friends are very inspiring to me. All of them really. Awesome. Really cool. What do you do to keep your health up? Do you, are you, I mean, oh, I work out all the time. <laughs> Everyone thinks I'm crazy. Tell us about that. Out. You're eating, I eating habits, your health. Yeah, I worked out through the day, I mean, right before I went to labor. So, what kind of stuff do you do? 40 weeks I worked out. Wow. Um, everything, hit weights. Before the pandemic, I was at the gym every morning. Um, for a while, I did this thing about getting up at uh, like 530 and getting in the gym at <laughs> 6 before the day started. But That's I genuinely love it. Love it. Love That's it, love the it. best. <laughs> it is. You just like you're just ready to go for the day. Oh, and my God. Aesthetics is a byproduct. But what it does for your mental state, I mean, my husband will tell you, I am grouchy if I don't work out. So <laughs> like, <laughs> I get for my energy and just for the it's a mood booster and it's an energy booster. And I think most people associate working out with like being fit or a six pack or this or that, but it's really your mental state too. Um, it does wonders for it. So for me, it was really important. It's a priority for both my husband and I. It's a non-negotiable in our relationship. That's um, awesome. We, 
we both give each other time to make sure that we work out and you know it's an hour or 30 minutes like we could everyone can do it if we wanted to that's crazy that's so that you fun. said 5 30 so i went to the gym this morning at eight o'clock <laughs> what did you think that was early <laughs> yes and <laughs> i ran to the gym though got my mind in and I, I actually work out I have my neighbor is my workout partner and when we got into the gym we're used to like signing these papers for covid waivers and they're like you don't have to sign them today and you don't have to wear masks winning wow right and so then they're like um oh you don't have to wear masks if you got your covid uh shot vaccine and so then they went on and said we're actually starting to open the gym instead of 8 a.m 5 30. and <laughs> my workout partner was over here on a 10 about it and i'm like Listen, 5.30 is crazy. I talked to so many people that say they get up super early. <laughs> yeah, I'm just not that guy, but I'm going to try it. I'm like, we can switch one of the three workout days to 5.30 and I'm going to try it. But if I don't like it, I'm back to bed. Well, you know, I noticed I did it because I noticed that sometimes I let the date, like something would come up. And the thing is, thing, something on an entrepreneur, something's always going to come up. So I just was like, you know, I'm going to try just for a few months. And, and then I got really used to it. That is just like, I woke up every morning and it was just the best way to start my day. So I wasn't doing this forever. But before the pandemic, I had like a few months every day I went. And every day I did an Instagram story just to hold myself accountable. And people were like, you're crazy. But it, it was, it felt great. Like I never, never felt tired through the day. I um I know your husband loves working out too, and you had mentioned that you guys uh, have that respect to allow each other the time to do that. Were you uh were you an an athlete growing up as well, or did you just catch the bug somehow? No, I was an athlete. I um, wasn't really into like fitness per se, but I was. I did soccer, basketball, baseball, volleyball. I did all the sports growing up. Track. Um, so I think it was just in in me. Uh, to stay fit. But as far as like gym going, I never really got into that. Um, to like my mid 20s, I guess, mid to late 20s. But my 30s, it became a non negotiable for me. My 20s, I was like, Oh, when I make it, I'll make it. Now I'm a little bit older. I it just, I don't know, it's just different. Your body, my body really needs it to survive. <laughs> 30s are hard. <laughs> I'm so thankful for sports and athletics growing up because I think yeah. it translates so well because when people say when you get busy, you don't have time to do that. But if you've made time for it your whole life, then it's kind of easy to carve out that section of your day. And then mm -hmm. when you get older, you start to realize the the other benefits outside of the. Yeah. The and, stuff. and you don't need a lot of time. I think people think they have to go to the gym for an hour or two hours or do all this cardio. But some of my workouts, I do it all 14 months. I've been doing it in my living room, but some of them are 25 minutes. And I'm still drenched in sweat. So it's <laughs> definitely doable. So you through never, the go ahead. Sorry, man. Go ahead. Through the pandemic, I continue to work out. But the question is, is like, did I continue to eat good? No. So <laughs> I stayed working out. And like I had lots, like when Rich and I first met each other, I was walking around looking like a whale. And I lost 60 pounds. Good job. And then um basically i went through the pandemic kept it off and then i kept working out but i stopped eating right uh, and the travel started picking up and i gained half of my weight back and rich stopped holding me accountable um yeah i know right and so now i'm back you know 30 pounds from where i should be and so like 
what keeps you on track from a food standpoint? Or do you just have one of those metabolisms that you don't gain weight? You just look great and you can just I wish. eat what you want. Heck no, I wish. I mean, I look at a cookie and I feel like I gained a couple pounds. No, I definitely don't have a high metabolism, but it's when you do something long enough, they say, what is it? 21 days to, to start a habit. Mm-hmm. It's when you do something long enough, if you can commit long enough to making a change into your life, it becomes a habit. So I think for me, uh, I thrive better just mentally, ener- ener- energetically when I eat healthy. So it's not even like a, a thought really for me of, of struggling to eat healthy because I've been doing it for so long. Right. So for me, it's just habit. And, and it wasn't always like that, obviously. But again, once you do something for a short period of time, it becomes a habit. So just make that change. And I, and I made that change at some point in my life that now for years, I will choose a salad over a cookie. <laughs> <laughs> and I will genuinely love that salad. That's the thing, though. I don't feel like I'm depriving myself, but I will still eat the cookie, you know, so there's balance. But you cannot work out a, a bad diet. No amount of working out is going to is gonna go around a bad diet. I'm a struggling <laughs> example of that. <laughs> do you have, uh, Z, do you have any other consistent routines that you use to help mentally like do you read regularly or meditate or visualize or do any journal or anything like that i've been into podcasts lately uh i was a big reader and then during the pandemic i actually read a lot of books which again that was really nice i i was a big reader growing up and then you know living in la just, i don't you just things are always happening you don't make time for it so during the pandemic i think i went through like i don't know 20 books which were which was amazing and um now I listen to podcasts. There's a lot of inspirational podcasts that really pump me up, fire me up. Which ones? Yeah, which ones? Oh, I'd have to log in to my <laughs> little podcast. I was like, I don't have them off the top of my head. But pod- podcasts have been really great. And then another thing I've been doing is Spanish. So my husband's Colombian. He speaks Spanish. And we want my... It's weird, but this is how I go to sleep every night. Um and we want my our son to be bilingual. And obviously, I can't teach him. And my husband's not a good teacher when it comes to language. Throwing <laughs> <laughs> him under the bus. So I've, I am throwing him under He won't even teach me. So I've been listening to a podcast every night of Spanish, of my Spanish lessons before I go to bed. And I have it during the day, during my walks. I know it's weird to say that's me- like meditating, but it, it really is. So have I've, you I've been, tried it out at all yet? Has, have I? Yeah. Oh, it's so hard. You know, English is not <laughs> even my first language, but I can't. It's it's really hard. I've been trying to do this the entire pandemic. Finally, I got into a podcast teacher um, like two months ago. But before that, I was trying to do Rosetta Stones and I couldn't keep my focus to study. It was, it's hard. It's a lot of work. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. So we always have, I don't know if you realize this, but even though I have a lot of businesses, serial entrepreneur, I'm actually a dental hygienist and Rich is a dentist. <laughs> and, and, and so we always ask our guests, you know, if you were to travel um, and only bring one dental product with you, you were to go out of state, what would that dental product be? I mean, toothpaste? <laughs> but I feel like it'd be toothpaste, right? You can use <laughs> oh, the finger, whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, you can use your finger if you have the toothpaste. Yeah, there's no right answer. Mouthwash, but mouthwash wouldn't get the gunk off your teeth, would it? I say, I say, toothpaste is a good call. I'd say toothpaste because you could find something to brush with. Okay. No, there you go. Speaking of, you have a beautiful smile. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> thank That's you. coming from a dentist. Look. Uh, thank you. Yes. Yep. Ab- ab- 
my uh we went to the dentist our dentist a couple i forgot when but i mean i shouldn't tell you guys this but i rarely floss and my husband is a religious flosser <laughs> and and the dentist told me i had perfect teeth and he's like well ruben you might have a cavity or so and he <laughs> i mean he flosses like day and night so i thought it was really funny that the non-flosser yeah <laughs> and that's my license plate like my car says mr floss and my wife's suv says we floss oh that's so funny I've been getting better though. So we have so many uh, at our practice. We have so many couples that are competitive like that on the the cavities, especially when they come in the at the same. Yeah, my same doctor's day. like, "You've been flossing." I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that's that's hilarious. And as as a hygienist, I can tell you that there's so many patients that come in and say they've been flossing, and the minute that we hit the hit those gums with the floss, we just we don't tell them they're lying, but we, we know that they told us a little fairy tale. <laughs> That's awesome. Good stuff. Well, you, what's next? Uh, what's next for you on your journey? I started back, which is great. Um, so I'm going to be doing that, being a mompreneur, um, and then just take take care of my son, which is a full time job being a mom. So I have two full time jobs now. Yep. Awesome. Good stuff. So if you were to recommend a couple of inspirational people like yourself that you're friends with to join us on the Constant Smiles podcast, who would your call outs be? Uh, Brigan Jane. I find her super inspiring. She's an entrepreneur, owns her own business. She's a single mom of two and always, always is positive on her Instagram and in real life. Um, and uh, my friend Sarah, who's a concierge, always has really positive uh, messages and she talks about travel and how to help people travel and she's kept everybody in the know through covid about the new rules regulations and she's just a really really positive person so awesome well yeah. thank you uh, thank you for that we appreciate you coming on as a guest and um we will make sure to share the episode with you when it comes out thank you nice to talk to you guys nice to talk to you thanks everybody for joining us and remember if you haven't yet uh please hit that subscribe button and we look forward to See you in the future. Thanks so much, Z. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Constant Smiles.